right, hello everyone. Welcome back to the LNBC Students Podcast. We have uh, some special guests today. We have Carson. Hey, everybody. And we also have Tucker. Tucker, you can say hello. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm happy to be yeah. here. This is his first <laughs> podcast experience, so we were coaching him along the way. But um, we have some exciting changes. That's right. In student ministry. And actually, Carson, mm-hmm. maybe you could start by talking about some changes for you, and then that will segue into... Yeah, yeah. So I've um, had a little bit of a shift in my role here at the church, so I'm still going to be doing uh, the student worship and leading that. Um, and we're working on a mentorship, Jesus 101, whatever we ended up calling it, <laughs> uh, kind of an intentional discipleship class a that's going to be track. I've heard a growth of. track yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, coming up with the students. So I'll still be plugged in with that, but I'm going to get pulled out of student ministry a good bit. Um, and I'm going to put more emphasis on small groups and mm. uh, discipleship within the church, um, intentionally being more focused on our internal community and then externally like our community outside so a little bit more doing with the missions team um and some things like that so yeah super cool you just had enough said this taylor (laughs) guy (laughs) taylor guy needs to get out of here so with that we also um have tucker joining us Mm -hmm. and tucker your official role is student ministry associate that is the title right i uh actually had that title at one point yeah, so I'm just stepping right into your shoes. Right, I guess. <laughs> but with um, Tucker joining the student ministry, we wanted to give a little bio episode. and uh, yeah. So this whole episode is all about Tucker. This will probably be the least interesting episode you've <laughs> done so far. <laughs> you have not listened to all of our episodes, yeah. obviously. <laughs> That's how we know you haven't we, listened to them. We did the Genesis <laughs> series. Um, no, I'm just joking. Um, hmm. But yeah, so why don't we do this? Let's just start off with maybe you give a short little bio testimony and then we've constructed some fun questions yeah so So, um my name's tucker fur i am 23 years old and uh, i have lived in mount pleasant north carolina my whole life which i'm starting to find out (laughs) most people here don't know where that is or yeah. they think it's in South Carolina because yeah no. where where actually is that you told me this morning that it was 40 minutes away but where yeah, is it so it's 40 minutes from here but it's right outside Concord so like mm. I'm like 20 to 30 minutes from Concord Mills most people know where that's at yeah um but it's a super small town maybe like three stoplights oh I mean, really yeah it's like it's real small, but it's growing. It's got some, it's got a really nice bougie restaurant now. Oh, has mm-hmm. a coffee shop for yeah, the first yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean things so are popping up. Small town boy, yeah, I am. Um, so yeah, I've lived there my whole life, and uh, went to Mount Pleasant High School. Obviously, graduated, and uh. I had I had a weird college experience where I transferred around a bunch. I can tell y'all more about that individually, but <laughs> I got my degree in college from Liberty University, and uh, that's a Liberty guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they multiply. They just keep, <laughs> they just keep <laughs> growing. <laughs> yep, fan the flames. Yeah. Um, but uh, th- my degree was a bachelor's of religion with a focus in biblical and theological studies. Um, and so right before I went to college is when I kind of felt the call to ministry. And so that's what sparked the, uh, transferring around a bunch in college because Mm. like two weeks before I started school, 
is when I felt the Lord call me to ministry. So like I was going for like a business degree originally just cause really? I was like, that makes good money. I'll do that. I had mm-hmm. no idea what I wanted to do. And so that's what kind of, I ended up at Liberty for that reason, because I felt that God called me into mm. full-time ministry. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, that was how I got to Liberty. And then now I am in seminary at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, working on my Master of Divinity. Um, yeah. So. You're in Greek right now. I have Greek this semester, which is not fun, but um, I have to take it. And then I'll have another so Greek class after this one. Well, it was funny because we walked downstairs um, and there were some remnants of Hebrew class that we did last week and i was like oh tucker you took hebrew and i was like we're in this part of the <laughs> chapter and it was and he was like i'll be super honest with you <laughs> he's like i don't remember anything <laughs> yeah but uh hebrew was just way too over my head so i just tried to get by in that class yeah, that's fine we, which that's probably most of you guys in high school so you'll you'll relate yeah, yeah i definitely relate um so you grew up in the church yes so i uh, grew up going to church um baptist churches yes okay grew up in a southern baptist church and um i like got saved and i'm doing air quotes quotes. right now when i was like seven years old at vbs wow that's like the classic right southern baptist story right there. yes yep but the there's always a but (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> because the only reason that I did that is because they were talking about a place called hell hmm. and a place called heaven. And I was like, well, heaven sounds pretty preferable compared to hell. So <laughs> right. that's why I wanted to be saved. It had nothing to do with, mm-hmm. I want a relationship with Jesus. I want to follow after him. Mm-hmm. I want to be a disciple of Jesus. Not, it had nothing to do with that. I just right. didn't want to go to hell. So I got baptized shortly after that. And, um, Throughout the rest of my time at that church, uh, on into high school, I I definitely had a a works based sort mm. of view of salvation. Like I, I just wanted to look like a good Christian kid to everybody outside. Uh, wow. So outward appearance, people probably would have said that I was a good kid and mm. that I was a good Christian kid. But inwardly, I was still just as sinful as can be, and ha- there was no life change from that moment when I was seven Mm. and I know that there's stories of people who get saved that young and it's legit and right you know and that's awesome I Haley uh who's my girlfriend I forgot to mention that Mm. Haley Hicks um that's her story you know she was saved really young and the Lord's been faithful to sanctify her and grow her since then um but for me it was I didn't Mm. really understand the gospel I hadn't I didn't understand what the good news really was other than that there was a way to get out of hell right so i almost viewed jesus as a get out get out of hell free card right in a sense which is not what his purpose was in coming to earth um right and so it wasn't until um later in high school that i realized that that what the gospel truly was and the way that happened is um the church i was going to at the time went to snowbird one summer i went to summer camp and i loved it Mm. i was like this place is awesome i can't wait to go back well then (laughs) they quit going the church quit going to snowbird and they started going somewhere else and i was like well this is stupid i just (laughs) i just fell in love with this place. place and we stopped going and um so my best friend's church, who we've been friends since like second grade, 
um, they were going to Snowbird, and he was like, oh, you should come with us since you liked it so much the first time. And I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. And the youth pastor there at the time normally didn't let uh, kids who didn't attend the youth group come, but uh, she was like, yeah, you can come. And uh, so I went with them, really clicked with everybody there because they all went to my school. Hmm. Um, so we just connected really well. I saw what biblical community really looked like mm-hmm. in a group that's really close. And that summer at Snowbird, the Lord opened my ears, my eyes to hear the gospel clearly communicated and to actually understand what it was. And I was mm-hmm. broken by my own sin that it existed in my life for the years past that I had claimed Christ mm-hmm. um, and had represented him horribly. Uh, in my private life and I I was broken by that and man just clinging to the cross in that time and and actually understanding the gospel as Jesus dying in my place so that I can be in relationship with Mm -hmm. him so I can be reconciled to a holy God despite my sins and despite my shortcomings was like a huge weight lifted off my shoulders and um so snowbird played a huge part in that and then i started going to my friend's church that i went to camp with after that which was actually a methodist church so Hmm. went from southern baptist to methodist church and then there was an intern there at the time whose name is greg he's a real good friend of mine now um but right when I got back and started attending the youth group, he started discipling me and, mm. and meeting with me, showing me the importance of studying scripture and just kind of walking with me as I was a young believer. So mm. that's kind of the summed up version Man. of how I came to know the Lord. That's, that's awesome. great. Yeah. Super relatable too. Mm-hmm. Right. I think a lot of people in the Bible Belt mm-hmm. share that story, right? Absolutely. A lot of, so that's great that, um, you know, uh, you have that story because I think it gives you an opportunity to minister to people who are still maybe mm-hmm. operating with that warped gospel, mm-hmm. the warped view of however many ways we warp the story of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- there's a, an ability to speak to that when you've also experienced that same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. all right, maybe on a lighter note, you got some questions, Carson? Yeah, yeah. So we thought we'd structured this by having... You answer just a couple of questions, some serious, some lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then mm-hmm. maybe at the end we'll do what we're going to call the lightning round. Oh, that sounds So fun. we'll do, I think we've agreed do upon 10 something? questions. <laughs> yeah, you'll get yes, a Yes, there's a legitimate prize. And a you'll legitimate learn. prize. Is it a crisp high five? Crisp high five. Crisp <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It's a How I Met Your Mother reference. Oh, like man, a, I haven't. I love that show. Oh, yeah, seen it's it. been a while. Okay, okay. so first question. What is your favorite food? Definitely sesame chicken with fried rice any day of the week. I would eat it multiple times oh in one goodness. day. Dude, you're Asian. Wow, that's great yes. for you, Taylor. That's I, great. That's for, like I only go to Asian places. Oh, man. Invite me anytime <laughs> okay. and I'll be there. That's so perfect. what's the best sesame chicken like in Huntersville? Do you know? Uh, the only place I've had it is uh, Coral, Coral Sushi. sushi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. it was really good. It's pretty good. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. We'll make it our mission. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're gonna yeah. make you're gonna make the tour around yeah. Huntersville and the greater Charlotte area. So I'm down. I oh I have been to uh House of Taipei. It's not as good there. Okay. I will say. Okay. That. That's usually a classic like Chinese food place around here. So yeah. yeah. All right. 
You you know more spots though. It's interesting oh, yeah. because you know Haley lives in the neighborhood like right across the street from House of Taipei. Mm-hmm. Well, my aunt, her parents would drive up here every Friday to come eat at House of Taipei, and they live in Mount Pleasant. So like for birthdays and stuff, <laughs> we would come eat at House of Taipei like what? years in advance of me meeting Haley, and then it's just wild. That like, is wild. Small world from forty minutes huh. away. Yeah. I think I'd heard that before. Now yeah. you say it, remember it. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Next question. Uh, and this is and a classic. A classic, yeah. yeah. So for those of you who are listening that aren't familiar with, so Taylor and I have a Bible study and group that regularly meets on Friday evenings, and we have adopted this habit to where anyone who's new that comes into the group, we ask them this question. So we're going to ask Tucker this as well. And let me set it up by saying it doesn't have to be one that you necessarily agree with, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but maybe it's just the one that you find most amusing. So, but it it would be kind of awesome if it was one that you agreed with, but um, what is your current favorite conspiracy theory? So I, a lot of the times I don't know conspiracies well enough to articulate them. But I think they're interesting. So the one that I find really interesting is that the Titanic was actually stayed. Like, it was intentional. It intentionally sunk. And the the reasoning behind it is that I think it was... Insurance money, right? It was all about the monopolies at the time. So, like, there were a few, like, head honchos that had their own monopolies. And um, I think it was Vanderbilt who was scheduled to be on the Titanic. And Rockefeller and one of the other guys, I can't remember Carnegie? his name. Carnegie? I think it was Carnegie. Okay. Yeah. They uh, planned to, like, sink the Titanic to take... Just to take Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt out? out? One guy? Yeah. Oh, man. That, that yeah. sounds insane. And there's a few, like... I, there's uh, There was, a, like, a fake ship and a real Titanic. There's, there's all kinds that. of details yeah. that huh. are just really fishy. I think I first heard about this from like Luke Zirkle. Luke Zirkle was telling me about this one. Mm-hmm. So there was the the whole crew and everything was in on it, or just you know I don't. They re- built an it, iceberg. See, now that I'm saying <laughs> they it, built an iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm saying it out loud, well, it just sounds like really sinister. Like you're gonna kill a boat full of hundreds of people to take out one guy. Yeah, it's called greed, man. Yeah, uh, they did have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Not like Jeff Bezos' money, but like yeah. So you're and then you see they tried to get rid of monopolies, but I feel like we still have. Them. Oh, Amazon. I mean, we have Google Amazon, way more than ever. Disney, now. yeah. Goodness, Disney, Disney yeah. owns like everything. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. So serious question. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you passionate about specifically with ministry and uh, student ministry? What are some things that you're really passionate about? So I think my story the way that the lord saved me kind of shaped what Mm. i'm passionate about with student ministry because i have a passion for students to get into discipleship relationships and Mm. i want students more than anything to understand the importance of them engaging with the bible daily Mm. because for me that was the game changer once i started uh once greg showed me how to engage with the bible on a regular basis and how to study and how to think about what I'm reading that my spiritual growth ex grew exponentially mm-hmm. after that. And so mm-hmm. I have a real passion for helping uh, or for trying to help students see the need for that in their own life. Um, and, and lately I 
have a real passion for discipleship in a group setting. So like a small mm. group, um, sort of like what we're doing with the following Jesus one one. Um, I just think it is, I, I'm doing it myself personally, being involved in discipleship mm. groups and I've seen how it's impacted me and in the guys that I'm meeting with. And I, I know students need the same thing mm. and I wish I would have invested in it sooner right. and done it as a student. Mm. So, Right. Man, I just, I think God's providence really brought you here at uh, such a yeah. critical time, too. One time, maybe one time, I'll tell the story about what all happened for me <laughs> yeah, to get here. It's it kind of crazy. It was wild. Yeah, it was. Maybe we can have Haley as a special guest. Right. she was greatly involved in That'd that. That'd be good. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of biblical literacy, that's something that LNBC Student Ministry, we've been trying to do yeah. for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. You were just, he came in the other day and he was talking about a Tim Mackey sermon he listened to. Yeah. I was like, if you know, like anything, my guy, like, yeah. if you know Tim Mackey, you probably know most of what we've been doing for the past two to three years. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I mean, one of the first few times that we had gotten together, reconvened and really started talking, it was on, on like small group discipleship. And I was like, yeah. we're, I'm literally just getting wrecked by how we need to do that. Yeah. And so we've been talking, um, and, trying to plan this class it's been really really cool yeah that's good all right so some less serious questions and then the lightning round i think so okay mm-hmm. cool all right um what are your hobbies you got any hobbies uh i would say my main hobby is sports now that means watching sports uh playing sports anytime i get the chance um not organizationally anymore, but just for fun, like pick up basketball or volleyball or something like that. Um, and I also really have a passion for coaching. Um, I coached eighth grade football at Mount Pleasant Middle School two years mm. ago, okay. and I loved it. That's yeah. cool. Um, so football is definitely my favorite sport. Second would probably be hockey. Um, me and Haley got oh. real into watching nice. the Hurricanes really? uh, while she was at NC State. I had a Canadian roommate, and he tried so hard for me to watch hockey. I was just like, man. It's fun to watch. Listen, it's it's exciting. I'd, I'd rather yeah. watch that than, like, soccer. Or That's how I – yes, something. I agree 100%. Soccer is, like, oh, really yeah. painfully I mean, boring yeah. to me. Or like, or, like, tennis or golf or I'd rather yeah. watch hockey, yeah. It just – it has the physicality of football. Mm. And football is honestly, like, the rules have changed so much to where you don't have like the, the huge big hits that you used to hockey still has those. And sometimes they'll let guys throw down and fight and it is they take the awesome. gloves off and they're, yeah, there's so many that I don't, the nuances to hockey just amaze me. And mm-hmm. honestly, the way I learned the rules is I played the NHL video game. <laughs> and that that was is, I did play that game a lot. I is, was that called, that. is that called 2k two? No, that it's also? just uh, NHL, 20, whatever the year is. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know if it was like 2K, like NBA. No, at at yeah. college, we would play NHL. Man. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, anyth- cool. pretty much anything around sports. I, I sports. like basketball too. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, what are your top three favorite movies? Okay. So, first uh, is a movie called Prisoners, and it has Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh yeah. Jackman in it. I saw that in theaters. Man. How old is that? I don't, I don't know. It's. That movie. it's Mm. older it's like 2000s sometime in there i think yeah probably post 2010 though yeah i think it's like 2011 or something like yeah probably okay okay but uh man great great plot twist at the end so that's like your number one that's my number one wow i love thrillers check that that out okay that's really good and then 
Number two would be um, Black Panther. Oh mm. wow! Oh, I love Black Panther. Mm. I just wa- I just made my family watch it the other night because sadly Chadwick Boseman passed right. away. That was wild. I didn't even know yeah. he had cancer. I, yeah, Same. I was really Same. sad by that because he's in a lot of movies that I love. He's in Draft 42. Day. Forty two. Which that's probably my third favorite movie is Draft Day. Draft Day. What is that? (laughs) Is that the Kevin Costner movie? Yeah, it's got Kevin (laughs) Costner in it. Chadwick Boseman's in it. And uh, it's about uh, GM of the Cleveland Browns on Draft Day and the moves he makes that day. And one thing that I love is the NFL Draft. Like I, it's just me and my dad have always watched it together. And just the the trades, the you know people wow. taking surprising people early in the draft, and then it like shakes up the rest of the draft. Wow. All of that just fascinates me. So hmm. honestly, sometimes I get more excited for the draft than the actual season. So <laughs> I will cool. assure you of this, Tucker. This is probably the first time on this podcast anyone has talked about sports, just in general. Well, sports. <laughs> maybe that's why I'm here <laughs> what, to bring I mean, that. Really, to Carson, bring that's flavor. that's. I mean, I like. Sports kind of like sports i mean i'm not like a, i mean i'm a pretty big panthers fan but that's pretty mm-hmm. about it but, yeah. but i'm i'm sure many students are like finally finally yeah, especially <laughs> our boys they're like oh thank goodness finally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so finally taylor that's probably my top three if i had to pick a movie series it would be pirates of the caribbean hands oh, okay okay that's yeah, good that's cool i haven't seen i think the latest one of that. i think i only saw the first one jack sparrow is like my spirit animal Wow. Okay. That wasn't on the list, but that's good. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> Jack, Jack Sparrow is Tucker's. Oh, okay. So maybe one more and then we'll do the lightning round. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's do top, I guess, yeah, we'll do three again. Top three favorite books. Or how about this? Instead of favorite books, maybe like formational books. Yeah. Okay. Like books that have really like shaped you. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say the first huge one uh, is a book called Gospel by J.D. Greer. And the reason that it was really formational was shifting my thinking of that I, like, could graduate from the Mm -hmm. gospel and learn deeper theological truths about God. Um, There's a quote that he gives in it that I think is from Tim Keller where he says, uh, and I have this quote hanging in my room, Mm. but it says, the gospel is not the diving board into which we jump into the pool of Christianity. It's the pool itself. So, Mm. in essence, Mm. the the... Mm point he makes throughout the whole book is that we can never move on from the gospel we constantly need to remember it to reiterate it to remind ourselves Mm -hmm. of it um because no matter where we are in our spiritual walk we have a need for it Um, so that that's probably the most formational book for me um i don't think i've actually read that one Mm -mm. it's good there's a lot of books like it Right, uh, that like was just the one gospel that I, yeah, matching. or like I did yeah. read that one. I think gospel fluency is very similar. I listened to that one like a little while ago. It's pretty similar, but um, that's just the first one that I read. So cool. I stick to that. And then um, another one would be uh, "Gay Girl, Good God" by Jackie Hill Perry. Mm. And the reason why I like that one so much is one because she's a poet. So the yeah. way she writes is like incredible and i listened to it and so oh, yeah. and she Did reads she, read she reads, it? Oh, she reads okay. it. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. i'm much more of an audiobook guy than i am reading it that's but, cool um you gotta be careful though which audiobook you read yeah yeah because some of them are read by really monotone people yeah and it's like awful but that one was really good because it was read by her and i have a brother who identifies as a homosexual so mm. for me i wanted to read that to better understand right you know, what 
what they go through and what they think. And it just, she does a beautiful job of mm. laying out how the church needs to deal with right. that issue. And it's so full of the truth of the gospel throughout all mm. of it. Like I got done reading it. And I was like, I have more of an appreciation for the gospel after reading this, right. even though this is something that I've never struggled with. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was mm-hmm. a beautiful book. Um, and then another one, hold on, I wrote these down. Oh, another one is The Unsaved Christian by Dean and Sarah. And what he lays out in that book is just this whole concept of cultural Christianity. Mm. Uh, and what that means is we, in America, historically, we're a nation that's been predominantly Christian and it's been popular to be Christian. Right. And so it's produced a lot of people who claim Christ mm. almost like I was when I was growing up. Like I claimed to be a Christian, but that's because it was normative to do so, not because mm-hmm. I actually wanted to follow Jesus or wanted to understand the gospel. Um, and so it kind of addresses like how we or how we as believers can talk to people who might have that mindset or Mm -hmm. come from that background. Um, And I feel like because of my story, part of what God's calling me to in ministry is to address that kind of mindset. Mm. So Mm. good. Great books. Yeah. All right. Well, we're about 25 minutes in or so. It's probably time for this lightning round. All right. Okay, so I'll ask a question, and then okay. there's no explanation. You're just going to have to yep. s- very just short. As, as fast as possible. Right, so I'll ask a question, then Carson, and we'll ping pong. All right, cool. So we All got right. ten of these, I think five each. Yeah, all right. Number one, you ready? Yep. All right, worst food. Oh, gosh. I'm not that picky. Um, just give, you got to give oh, one. Oh, the, there was uh, pickled uh, onions in Egypt that I had that were awful oh i, I like think it was onions hmm. so it was pickled something that was terrible it was so salty like oh my gosh it was awful okay here we go mm-hmm. who would what actor would play you in a movie um probably probably ben affleck oh, okay i, I feel I, like we yeah. i feel like we look kind of yes yeah you got that a young Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the like Pearl Harbor. Yeah, ben Pearl Harbor. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Pearl Harbor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Best worship song. Mm. Before the Throne by Citizens. Oh Correct. no! Correct. Correct. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. If you knew the inside joke with oh, that man. song, oh, I, I hope I'm that Rich Lowry and, and Ethan you, Jones are just laughing right now and really enjoying that. So, mm. like, we when when we do worship planning. Like we plan as a group mm-hmm. and we would throw up songs and almost without fail every time we'd be like, all right, we need one more song. And Ethan would be like before the throw. Yeah, so it's I like, mean, why not? Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, favorite uh, cookout milkshake flavor. Oh, banana pudding. Hands down. Mm. They have that. Yes. Mm. And it's actual vanilla wafers. in it. Ooh, wow. How have I not heard of it? It's all right. phenomenal. All right. Favorite color. Hmm. Uh, I gotta say orange just because I'm a huge false fan. Okay. So I like that orange. All right. If you, it, like, for, at the snap of a finger, could become literally instantaneously a legend at a any legend. sport, like the best in the world ever yeah. at any sport, which one would it be? Football. Football. 100%. So you're like the greatest quarterback. Yeah. 
And if you a- if you ask me the question, maybe position. What yeah. if I could do any job in the whole world? What would it be? I would be a long snapper for the NFL because you make millions of dollars yet you barely have to do anything. You play a few plays a game. It's phenomenal. Well, you mm-hmm. just stole one of mine, so I'm gonna have to oh, come okay. up with I'm another. I'm sorry. Who is? Uh, I'll add this then. Who mm-hmm. is the current best football player to have ever lived? Uh, Peyton Manning. Wow. Hands down. Better mm. than Tom Brady. Well, see, uh, sorry to say, I, I don't know about that. Because yeah. Are you talking about like athlete overall sports? No, football. Oh, in football? Um, yeah, I guess I would say Brady's the GOAT because the reason you play the game is to win championships, and he's by far yeah. won the most championships. So the Yankees are the best baseball but, team ever. But <laughs> Brady was also in the best system that's ever existed in football. Right. Whereas that, Peyton yeah. Manning, I mean, if your players talk about – Peyton Manning and how good he was, like it's hmm. it's something to hear. Yeah. All right, we're 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 devolving from the lightning round. All right, my <laughs> my fourth question: Can you sing? No, not at all. But I do it all the time. That's cool. Yeah. He makes a joyful noise. You can ask Haley; <laughs> she would be happy to tell you. That's about all. It. That's all you need. Just make a joyful noise. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your biggest fear? Ooh, okay. This is deep. My biggest fear mm. is to die before my future wife dies um because i saw the effect that that had on my grandmother so oh wow yeah Whew. i gotta live long you gotta live long mm-hmm. so you want to die first you said no i don't want to die first oh because i don't want her to be like real lonely oh, oh okay yeah wow yeah that is pretty deep mm. yeah all right so i asked uh I asked my, I asked questions back to back. So you have the last one. Sorry. Okay. Uh, what on earth currently right now is the best animal that exists? The best animal. Oh man. Um. I don't know a lot about animals. I when I go to the zoo, I like looking at the gorillas. Silverbacks. They're pretty mm. awesome. I I'll don't really it. know if they're the best, but how would you answer that question, Carson? It's not about me, man. We're talking okay, about Carson. I know. I just was so. <laughs> this is his episode, man. <laughs> don't make this about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like I've gotten to know you better through this episode. So Absolutely. Hopefully, yeah. I feel like I've gotten to know myself better through this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, stay tuned. We'll be releasing more podcast episodes. Tucker will be a part of more of them. And uh, we're looking at our next small group series and then maybe some um, episodes around maybe some cultural issues that we're facing Mm. here. So I'm excited about that. All right. Well, we will um, see you guys next time. I say see you guys every time. But it's it's an audio podcast. (laughs) Whatever you get.